0: My name is Christelle Donaldson, and you're listening to The Working Moms Show, episode number six, Rebuilding Core Strengths After Birth with Maud Beckler and the Tupler Method for Diastasis Recti. Welcome to the Working Moms Show. I'm your host, Christelle Donaldson, Mom of Two and Busy Professional. In this show, we explore different ways to find balance and strive as a working Mom in Switzerland. We'll share practical advice and inspiration to help you prioritize your health, family, and career. From self care and mindfulness to career development or financial planning, we'll cover a range of topics to help you feel your best and achieve your goals. So join us as we dive into the challenges and joys of being a working mom and discover how to create a life that's balanced and fulfilled. In this episode, I sit down with Maud from Core by Mode, who used to be a professional dancer for many years and after going back to university and studying, became a Pilates teacher and also specialized through a training from an American lady called Mrs. Tupler to help women after birth fix their diastasis recti um, with a special method. So on this episode, we share a lot of things from how to regain core in your body through um, the special training that she's uh, teaching or through Pilates and different ways. But we also talk about her journey as a working mom, transitioning to being her own um, boss and how to navigate life with kids. We address many different topics like the various periods in your life when you want to work not work be more flexible and we just talk as working moms in general and it was a very nice conversation i hope you will enjoy
1: hello mode thank you for coming on the podcast hello i'm i'm very happy and glad to be in to be a part of it yeah thank you uh-
0: No, you're welcome, thank you for coming. Uh, I'm really happy to have a lot of different experts coming to share their specialty. And today we'll talk a lot about women's core and diastasis and a lot of things that we can do to prevent and to fix that. But maybe before we dive into the topic, I would love to hear a little bit more about you and how you came into that from being a dancer to studying entrepreneurship to become an entrepreneur do you mind sharing some of your
1: uh, story i would love to and i really i'm um, trying my best to to have like a long story short <laughs> um sure. yes indeed so i started to um, be a professional dancer um, and then as you know when when you were sp- like working into sport your career is quite short because i mean injured um, and you're getting old yeah. faster than just a normal job i would say and um, and then I was um, as um, in my in my dance studies we study quite a lot of the Pilates exercises and I was like wow I didn't know that like twenty years ago when it wasn't trendy at all so I was mm-hmm. like that this is really really nice. And I just had that in my mind for a while, and then I decided after being a dancer to start the Ecole Hôtelière de La so so the hospitality school, because I thought that if I wanted to have my own business, I needed to have all this entrepreneurship background, such as marketing, finance, accounting and all that stuff. And I really enjoyed my studies there, I have to admit, really nice. But it was very helpful then, you know, to have like an overview and of what is it to have your own business. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had my first kid and I was like, okay, this is quite difficult to work in front of your computer and taking care of your kid. And I didn't want my kids to to. I don't know, like to grow into like uh, kindergarten and all that stuff, I wanted to take care of my kids, my own, so I decided to just to take a break of um, the companies and working and working 100% and not being completely half at my job and half as a mom. And um, then I thought that maybe I could maybe have more um, knowledge to Pilates and really be a teacher in Pilates classes. So that's what I decided. So I trained and I I teach for a while Pilates until I had my second kid. And then again, I was in in this like, uh, shall I work? Pilates is not enough. So, you know, in between not really knowing what I want to do. And then I decided that what I want is being a mom but i want to do something that i'm enjoying too and i work for what i want to do and not just to earn some money Mm -hmm. so at that point covid came everyone was locked down and all my friends who had plenty of time at home came like with mode i'm fed up of this belly i need to do something give me some pilated exercises that i can do at home and i was like yeah but forget it for your diastasis pilate won't help you that's what I've been told while practicing Pilates. But then after having like at least four or five of my friends asking that, I was like, it must have something, I'm missing something. It must Mm -hmm. have something and uh, so I dig into internet and obviously I found something in the States because (laughs) we have to admit that States, they have way in advance to a lot of things. And um, I found Julie Tupler who actually was taking care of diastasis, which is a separation of your muscles, especially while you are pregnant mm-hmm. and after your pregnancy. And I was like, okay, I found exactly what I want. So I trained with her and um she she really she's teaching how to get rid of this kind of belly that you look pregnant but you're no longer pregnant and um and i found her and i trained during the COVID and and then i was like okay this is something we don't speak about in switzerland and in europe in general i have to say and then as i was the only french speaker who was doing this training she asked me if i could translate it in french so that's what i did so now um i have most of my Clients or passions, so i don't know how yeah. to how to name them—from um, Switzerland, but some of them are from France as well. Because uh, not everyone speaks English, so it's not easy to follow a program not being able to speak uh,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: language. And um, and here I am. So it's been almost more than three years now that um, I practice that on my own, and um, and I I love I love doing this because the results and all the motivation. From everyone, from all the women, even though men are slightly coming to come and realize really? that it's not only the belly of a pregnant woman, but it can be also the beer belly that actually has oh, yes. the same kind of physical image of being pregnant. But still, only one or two, not, not that much. But it's really all these women who had pregnancy and not, not even, huh? even though those who didn't have any pregnancy. Um, can definitely have a diastasis too. Now, that's
0: interesting, and we'll dig into that a little bit, uh, but yes. I want to come back to what you mentioned about going to the Ecole Hôtelière uh, of Lausanne and study a bit entrepreneurship or management, marketing, all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. How do you find that, I mean, obviously it helps you, but is there any particular way that you want to highlight of how that you know that help you into setting up your business?
1: <laughs> So for me I will say that Ecoloterapia de Lausanne is uh, is uh, the school of the life because it it really teach you like so many things and and to be very honest with you when I finished my study there I was like I want to come back to work in there because I really love all this um like microcross you know it's like a small it's a it's a small, small village yeah. yeah exactly exactly and and um, it international um feelings and vibes that you have there that you can learn a lot of different culture mm-hmm. again it teaches you a lot of things and in the école Hôtel de Lausanne what is very interesting that they ask you to do internship that you can yes. go everywhere you want and that that's as well a nice way of like learning how to deal with different kind of culture, different kind of people as well, because we have a lot of groups project there. And for me, mm-hmm. that was one of the highlights. You have to deal with a lot of people, a lot of different characters, a lot of different thoughts. Um, you have to deal with it. You can be a group of three or five or 10. And for me, this was really something that made me understand how the business can work when you have to deal with a different, like, but people, person, yeah. so it, for me it was something very nice. And the fact that it's international, it's a plus, mm-hmm. it's yeah. definitely a plus.
0: Now, it's interesting, I mean, I'm not here to promote the school, but uh, I know a few people who've been there, uh, either from my work or some entrepreneurs, actually, Christina Babina, who was my first guest, she also studied there, and it helped her a lot. Um, but I see it as a very well-rounded training into yes. finance, or di- lots of different things, indeed. definitely yeah and um, you know coming back also to the topic of juggling motherhood and working which is what it's all about and maybe even more in Switzerland and other countries because it's very demanding childcare. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit more about this juggle of deciding to work deciding to be at home and then how you can you know increase and fluctuate your working rate I guess and now that also
1: you're you're on bus it's I think that's a very that's a tough question because i'm still asking myself Mm. okay is it do i find the right balance because my kids are 10 and 7 so obviously they're more and more like they can take care of themselves more and more Mm -hmm. which is not completely the case so i'm still like struggling what okay i have to be there but they have a lot of school now almost every day and and so i have more time to work but then what I found very difficult when you have your own business working is not enough you still have to have creativity um, social medias good content and and for that it's not like okay I have just one hour in between like pick, picking up the kids and then dropping them in yeah. the activities you cannot like sit for 30 minutes and think of something okay shall I do that that and you know you know how yes. it is it's it's uh, really like a waste of time to 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 spend time of thinking of brainstorming of something. So I'm still I'm. It's getting better because really ten and seven years it's a good age definitely. It's not two and one mm-hmm. or and you four definitely sleep more, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yes, but um, but this year I really what is tough to struggle is like when you are on your own business is to set what day you want to work and you tend to work as much as you can because you're like you on your own so it's mm-hmm. uh you have to earn money to leave and then you're like okay i want more i want more but then there's still kids behind that and i want to take care of my kids but so it's getting better because now i'm more like focusing okay i set few days that i know i will be working and enough this is it that's Mm -hmm. what I do and the other days I won't work yeah but it's very difficult because you really have like to self-discipline yourself like to okay I have to really go for it but back in the days when they were smaller I have to admit I've really struggled between between I want to work because I need to make my brain work differently than just drawing or going to the playgrounds but then there's you know this feeling of guiltness like okay god now I'm working but maybe I'd rather be with my kids so it's it's really not easy like to struggle in between like I want to work because I need to see adults I need to have adults discussion Mm -hmm. but then you in there and you're like okay but now what I miss with my kids and it's it's always like a struggle between what I want and then when you have it you're like ah, no but I'm not sure it's a good choice it's I think it, yeah. it's tough, but it's getting there. My kids yeah, need to be yeah, happy, yeah. so it's good. Yeah.
0: No, and I think I come to realize that life is in a series of waves and you can be flexible and you can, you know, t- turn and have different experiences. I mean, myself, I had a variety of 80%, 100%, 90%, 40% mm-hmm. entrepreneur and working. It's mm-hmm. kind of depending on your phase in life and there's no really right and wrong. It depends also. Definitely. Of- your journey your support who's definitely there to
1: help you definitely and and you cannot say okay this is it this is the, the this is the way i want my life to be because you know that in few months that mm-hmm. will change i don't know yeah. the kids will be sick you have to be more home and and you you use the word fluctuate and for me this is really what it's about like you 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 have to get rid of all rigid rigidity or like okay mindset. I want this that way, but you cannot. You mm-hmm. have to be flexible and yeah. you have to just deal with what's happening in the life. Yeah. And fluctuation is a good way of thinking as a mom and entrepreneurship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I
0: want to, that's why that, you know, part through this podcast, of course, bringing advice on health, wellness, relationship, career, etc. but also just sharing insight and giving examples of how some women do it to just inspire and share what is feasible, what is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, because also on the surface it looks you know it looks like a good option to become an entrepreneur and do it and have more flexibility but mm-hmm. it's also really hard i find the lines are all blurred and it's much harder to disconnect from it definitely.
1: and then of course
0: you know catching up with a, the equivalent of a swiss salary when you're an entrepreneur can be quite difficult so indeed yeah, different yes. things yes, indeed.
1: definitely. <laughs> So
0: let's dig a little bit more into the uh, diastasis recti, is that how we say it? Uh, diastasis
1: recti, yes.
0: Recti. The yes. anatomic word. Okay. <laughs> because indeed, uh, it impacts a lot of people. Myself, I, I don't know to which extent, but I had a very good friend, she actually did have surgery to fix it after. So maybe that would be interesting to hear about your approach um, and also hear about with what knowledge you have about surgeries you know the pros the cons the impact and what you can do without going to surgery
1: yes so first of all for those who don't know what a diastasis mm-hmm. is is a, is a really a separation of your super superficial muscles because in the core we have three layers so the first one would be the transverse muscles which is the deepest one and then you have the obliques and the last one is really like the 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 superficial muscle was the the one that when there's a separation while being pregnant for instance or while having a beer belly as well is really that pushes your your abs like really like apart Mm -hmm. and obviously when you're done with your pregnancy sometimes the the issues is that it never comes back together and that can cause there is more like the aesthetic way most of the time i have Few of them that are like okay, I still look pregnant. I'm really fed up of that. But then they can be as well like a lot of stomach issues. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think ah oh, because of the gluten or maybe lactose, but sometimes nothing to do with that. It's just because of the separation of your mm-hmm. muscles. Yeah. Actually, your stomach can just like get as like hernia, wide as I you can yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the same is uh, which have most of my clients. I would say are really for back issues. Mm-hmm. why because the deep muscles of your core is really the one who's like the most is one of the most muscles that are actually in a circle and that starts in the five last vertebra mm-hmm. of your spine and that's the reason why we have and while being pregnant remember when you have like this big belly we tend to have like a really huge backache and the reason why is that because all your muscles are completely like distant and you're not able to carry all this weight in front of you and your back is completely destroyed, I would say. So while you have this this diastasis, so two things to mention. The the issues with diastasis is that most of insurance don't want to pay attention to that. For them, uh, the postpartum, postpartum, I will say care, is more like the perineum. Yeah, I was going to say. Exactly. They send you to the physiotherapist perineum is, is a thing. The insurance really take care of the, physio, the, the perineum. So they send you to the, to the physiotherapy, you do that and that's it. When you talk about diastasis, for them, the only way of taking care of is, as you mentioned before, surgery. Mm-hmm. the issues there's plenty of different surgery that you can do and the one which is uh, one of the i would say most famous is to put like a kind of um like a fillet like a net in between your your muscles to, to to put them together and this is it but then the surgery is done mm-hmm. but they don't send you to any uh, physiotherapies to to make sure you know how to use your core afterwards and that's the issue and I have plenty mm-hmm. of women were coming to me and say yeah you know i did surgery but it just reopened it because i wasn't really like aware how to use my core properly especially while doing sports Mm -hmm. and that's 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 such a pity and this program is really to make you avoid to go to the surgery and i'm just talking like to the simple surgery but then there's a lot of other people who are doing like the abdominoplasty and all that stuff when you have like a huge scar yes. and then it's very painful so obviously it's not going to reopen it but then you have to deal with a scar like on, on in your mm-hmm. in your belly and and it's it's really up to you really i always say like there you have different options but if you want an option that actually doesn't need a surgery and you know that you will be aware until the beginning until the end and furthermore of the program how to use your core properly Mm. forever and to avoid in your 70s or 80s to be completely folded in 90 degrees because you don't have muscles anymore around your torso that's definitely something you should be doing
0: so tell me how does it work in terms of Um, Because listening to you, I can imagine you have some kind of exercises on your program that you, you know, like when you do your Kepler exercises for the you you sit and do them. But then there is also this awareness of all through your day. Um when you do exercise, when you're standing, when you're sitting, all little habits to have, right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. So Julie Tepler, who used to be a nurse, and she was just fed up of taking care of perineum. And she said, We have to do something for this belly. This is just not normal. And she said, Okay, but most of people will be women working, having kids. So that means that they don't have time. I mean, they don't even have time to sleep. So we need to do a program that actually is not gonna waste too much time. So she say, we have to do a program that can be used everywhere, anytime, anywhere. So there's four steps that has to be followed if you want to be successful. So the first one will be to wear a splint. And I'm really mentioning a split and not a corset. So it's not forget about City Imperatrice and all the Kardashians that did this corset where you have Mm. like you have a very very small size and that pushes all your organs down it's really like a split like as if you want to do like some plank on the floor but you have this one which mm-hmm. is like around your torso the second step will be to do exercises as you mentioned but these exercises are made um, are thought to be made why you're in the playground while you are waiting for the bus, while you are driving in a car so that, you know, it's not something you add more in your day. Oh, I still have these exercises to do. I don't have time. I don't have the energy for, it. so she, she knows how to be a mom. And it is is you Mm -hmm. don't have time to just sit and do your exercise and ask your your kids time out mom has to do the exercises this was really the goal of having your exercises done while i don't know peeling the leg the vegetables or chopping the vegetables okay you can do the exercise while doing this Mm -hmm. and you don't waste more time the third things will be something very important that you already can do without following the program is make sure your transfers is hold for whatever you're doing and when i'm saying whatever you're doing is i'm always like making fun of empty your dishwasher you know you down and up down and up and all the movement that goes down it will actually make your diastasis in danger because as you don't have muscles anymore you just have connective tissues in between Mm. all the gravity of the organs will be pushing more away your abs so make sure that your belly button is touching your spine, whatever you're doing, especially when you go down on the floor. Uh, it can be just like to pick up your kids who's still on the floor, like your, your toddler and you need mm-hmm. to. So make sure your belly button is touching your spine. And the last one is getting up and down from your bed correctly, the same way as when mm-hmm. we were pregnant. You yeah. turn to the side instead of just coming up like that because when you come up like that, it just pushes more weigh your abs. Okay. But well, thanks for so sharing. That's this, yeah. that's this four steps, actually, that if you do that during the template technique, mm-hmm. that will help your diastasis to get together.
0: Yeah. And I have to make it parallel with the uh, perineum reeducation because it does remind me exactly what uh, my physio was telling me about. Yes. You have the moments when you do the exercises, and then you have the rest of the time when you, you think of it like 30%, you contract a bit just all the time. In, exactly. I think, Clearly, I didn't do it enough, but uh, <laughs> but it's
1: similar. I think you, you're not the only one, properly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so, you know, apart from knowing that, I mean, how do you empower women then to really make progress? Because you know, knowledge as to anything we know about health, wellness, whatever, knowledge is never enough, right? Between information and transformation, there's quite a gap.
1: So, how do you further support them to make sure they do manage? So, so this is. This is my this is my goal. This is my job. This is um, what I, I always have to be there for them. It's it's the the program is not like a physiotherapy that you see each other w- once a week. I I always let them be on their own for every three weeks we see each other, but obviously in between I'm always like texting them, knowing how they're doing. They have a program. They have like a booklet with them. Mm-hmm. I teach them the exercises i teach them the whole the whole program at the beginning um i made some videos for them so that if they're okay mode gave me a lot of things i i can't anymore i'm a mom i still i i don't remember everything so i made videos so that when they're home they're like okay how do we do that okay just check the video okay they follow what I, they don't need to watch me, but at least they can listen to me. Okay, this is the way the exercises are. And I'm texting them every week just to make sure they're still with me, like Mm -hmm. they don't drop it. Because we know when when we do physiotherapy, and and you mentioned it with the perineum, we do when we see the physiotherapist and then when we will be seeing him. But during the week, sometimes we just don't have time. Like, okay, I didn't have time today. I will do that tomorrow. And then you end up by not doing it. And with the Tupper technique, you have to do the exercises three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And with the booklet, where you have to tick in the box when mm-hmm. it's done, it gives you like, you know, it's a kind of homework. And when I'm in C mode, I have to show her, which I never ask, but them. sometimes they go with the booklet. So sorry, on Tuesday, I wasn't able to do it. But I like that. It's good. It's really like, okay, the small students are like, okay, you're going to be mad at me, but I didn't have time to do it. Which I like because they're, they're responsible for that yeah. and they feel responsibility with me, which is which is what I really like. But I'm really trying, like, when sometimes, you know, after four weeks, because it can last between six and 18 weeks, depending on the gravity of the diastasis. Yeah. So I really have to make sure that they're still with me, that I'm here for them. And um, it's a kind of, a, I don't like this word and I still didn't find out to mention it, but. Um, it's like having a coach. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there, so if if you need to shout, to cry, to say you're fed up, I'm here. Just go, shoot it. I'm here, and then we can find like uh, other motivation just to make sure they don't drop the program until the very end. Because yeah. you have to close your diastasis, and when the diastasis is closed, you can drop the splint. You can stop the exercises as much as you were doing, obviously, but until it's not closed, you will lose your time if you stop it in in the middle of the process because it will just reopen it as it was. Yeah.
0: How many how many women does it touch after pregnancy? Do you have an, a rough number? <laughs> I will say ninety percent. Huh. I guess
1: it's different levels, sure. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them are like, like for me, for instance, I've never heard about diastasis until I, I, I think until I had my second kid because my gynecologist never mentioned this. Mm. And, uh, but as I was teaching Pilates, obviously my diastasis wasn't as big as it was and it just closed it all, on its own but if you're not aware of that it's pretty difficult to make sure it's completely closed and to be very honest with you with all the people i had who came to me speak with me saying ah you know i think i have a diastasis i'm not sure i would say that out of more than 100 people i have only two who came to me who didn't have a diastasis
0: because oh, you actually help them make sh- um, assess the gravity of it, so even without
1: seeing them in person? Usually what I do is that when people are contacting me, mm-hmm. I ask them to come over. We speak about the program. We check the diastasis to make okay. sure if they can do the program, because if they don't have a diastasis, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be useful for you. And I check the diastasis so that they can know exactly mm-hmm. how bad it is. Three different spots of your older, the... Uh, the torso actually there's three, yeah. three different spots where you can check how bad is the diastasis and then i let them you know i gave them all the skills to to take the de- decision like okay i want to do the program or not because wearing a splint 24 7 making exercises i just want to make sure that the people are in the right place right moment mm-hmm. and are you sure it's fine are you sleeping enough are you sure maybe your kids are not too small but obviously, the sooner you do it, yeah. the faster it will close. For yeah, sure. I was going to recommend. Uh,
0: you know, yes. how many weeks after birth do you usually recommend doing? If you it? don't
1: have a C-section, I would say straight away. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. If you do Which have is a hard C-section, because this
1: is when you know life is overwhelming with. Uh, I know, everything. I know, but then you will feel like, because. Working on a diastasis, we work on a perineum as well. So that means you mm-hmm. you don't need to add in a physiotherapy to do again yeah. our perineum as well. We do it's a package. We do yeah. all all together. And those who start straight away, it lasts between six and not even eight weeks. It goes really really fast. Mm-hmm. But you have to be very okay in your mind to say I'm I'm ready to do it. And that's why for me, the first session, which is a pre-session speak during like 30 minutes about the program and what you will be going into and checking the the gravity of the diastasis, it's very important because I mean, you have to go for it, you know at least minimum 6 weeks it can can last 12, it can last 9, it can last 15 weeks, but at least you have a mindset, okay, now I'm working on my torso, I'm working on my diastasis to get better and to avoid a lot of different pains like back yeah or stomach issues
0: and all that stuff now you're doing a wonderful work and i really like seeing Fine. this type of things because like you were saying awareness is quite low and yeah. there are some topics that are really high covered by the insurance you know covered by the doctors and things yeah. and there are some yes. that are not so much and so it's really nice to see that uh, it is happening. There might be a movement. And eventually yeah, we can help. Yeah, and keep finger
1: crossed so that it, it expands a bit more because obviously the gynecologists are not completely aware of that kind mm. of method. It comes from states. Obviously, when you say that to insurance, like, yeah, okay, from states, okay, okay. You yes. know, they just don't want to talk about that. They just they're not yeah, open of, of having a discussion on it and yeah, and, and also I- for
0: the patients sorry to interrupt um, you oh know God. not being re- necessarily reimbursed by insurance but clearly when I'm you can really- see the gain and what you gain from it this is where definitely, the motivation definitely
1: comes from. and yeah. and the issues is that sending you to the surgery the thing is that the surgery they have um i can't tell you exactly the border between aesthetic surgery and mm. the the constructive surgery and and one is for the insurance and the other one is not. So yeah. then it's, it's, it's very small and it's not known at all. And for me, it's a pity and I'm really trying my best. It's been more than three years and I'm trying to touch the insurance and just, are you sure you, you know what it is? Yeah, yeah, but there's surgery, perinum, working on perinum can be okay as well. Yeah, it can help for diastasis, but not completely.
0: And are there other practitioners like you, maybe more in English or in German in
1: Switzerland? Not in Switzerland. I only have one of my colleagues who does that in uh, Zurich, uh, who's a nurse working for the East London group. Mm-hmm. But uh, she doesn't use the, um, the splint. She's really like more like a, I think, postpartum nurse. Okay. Yeah. And um, when when she has patients who wants to have the, the splint, they come to me, they, I, I oh, yeah. they just like order the splint and then she does the program there. But otherwise, I'm the only French speaker. And otherwise in Europe... There is a lot of people who does that in Italy, in Germany, as I know, and I think this is pretty much. Um, Julie Tepler does that for more than thirty years, and it's been only fifteen years that she decided like to open, like a franchise, her, no, exactly, and and to to train us mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that um, that yeah it can be known somewhere else than just us. Yeah, but obviously not everyone can do that. You have to either be from the medical, um, word or being able to teach yoga and Pilates because, uh, being a teacher of yoga and Pilates, um, you need to have like a knowledge of anatomy, mm-hmm. obviously, um, during, um, during the training. So that's, that's the reason why, uh, we can do this Tupper technique thing.
0: Oh, very good. Do you have any last recommendation or your advice to all working moms out there with or without? The-
1: yeah diastasis sorry <laughs> um i would say something maybe very simple but um i would say uh, maybe don't don't drop your dreams so if you want to go for it just go for it sometimes just don't overthink just give a try because it's it's never something that you will lose, at least you, you went for it, you give it a try and you will never regret it. Whatever the issues is, mm-hmm. that's, wow, thank that's you my much. advice. Thank really. you
0: very much, Maud, and I'll be sharing your website and your Instagram profile on Perfect. the show notes thank so you. people can find you easily. Thank you very much. That was a very nice talk.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Let's speaking about that and talking with you, it was a pleasure really nice. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. (laughs)